Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Blessed and Free family. Welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. We'll start off with a word of prayer. Almighty Father God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love in our life. We thank you for watching over us. We thank you for guiding us. We thank you for protecting us. We thank you for being our strength and our shield and our solid foundation. And we look to you, O Lord. Father God, that everything that we need would be provided. Father God, we pray for our families, we pray for our loved ones, we pray for ourselves, we pray for our life. We pray that we will walk in the purpose and destiny that you have ordained for us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of every good thing in our life. And the word is, are we kingdom material? And I know that material says, it says, the matter which a thing can be made. And it says, kingdom, accounting, state, territory ruled by a king or queen. And it says, eternal king, kingdom, and no, kingship of God, the realm in which God's will is fulfilled. And I don't know, over the weekend... I don't know if anybody watched the uh, the king being 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 um, crowned. That's the earthly king being crowned. But if you look at the splendor, you know that kingdom is something above the rest. And last week I got a bit fascinated by kingdom because I was read I, I was reading something and it was I can't remember what, what verse it was in the Bible but it says the kingdom of God comes comes it's not only in words but it's power and it made me want to see what is the power of the kingdom and it's brought me you know to different readings on the kingdom, list different messages. Yesterday I heard messages by um, uh, quite a few people and also by Miles Monroe about the kingdom. And he was trying to describe the kingdom as, you know, when you have a kingdom, you have territories in that kingdom. And he was saying that um, where, he, where, where he was born, I think it in the Bahamas, but it was ruled by the British. And so he said that when they, because they were ruling the country, they sent their ambassadors. And the, the whole idea for their ambassadors to come there is to teach, to teach the people that were in that territory about the UK the print and laws and principles that the UK had came there because when a king is in charge of a kingdom he has to make sure that the people that are in the kingdom know what what kingdom living is like and they are prepared to live it because he was saying as a matter of fact that Sometimes yes, it's 100 degrees or very hot and people will be wearing ties because the, because the kingdom had those mode of dresses. And 
he was saying that uh, the British had bought, you know, the short, the, the trousers, you know, like those white trousers, the trousers. It, it was like that were the things that they were wearing. That was what came from their realm. And he was saying that the kingdom of God is based on the principle of God, the order of God. He was, <laughs> he was saying that some people, some people aren't prepared to take on everything of the kingdom. Because when, when some say that they've given their life to, to the Lord, they don't mean it in a way that they're going to change their life completely. And that their life belongs to God. That means that easy authority over them. Because they still say. I think it's. I think a lot of people. It's about grace. So even when. The kingdom. The kingdom as rules. As rules and principles. That we should live by. It's it's a word that says we're not under we're not under law we're under grace. That means that we can basically do what we like. But if we say we belong to the kingdom of God, and we expect the benefits of the kingdom of God, that means that <laughs> we pray, we pray to Him, and if there's situations that we we want changed. We pray to him and ask him to change, change it. If we want food and we haven't got anything to cook in the cupboard, we pray that he puts it on somebody's heart to bring, to bring something for us. And those, those are the benefits of the kingdom. But sometimes people want the benefits, but they don't want to follow the principles of the kingdom. Because I don't know if you, if, let me read, let me read Luke 17, 20 to 21. At the top it says, teaching on God's kingdom. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the, king, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say, lo here or lo there. For, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And that's what he said. The kingdom of God is within you. And 22 said, and he said unto the disciples, the day will come when you shall desire to see me one of the days, one then you will desire to see one of the days of Son of God, and you shall not see it. Jesus came with the kingdom. He came with the kingdom of God to say that if we were prepared to live our life a certain way, there would be benefits. There would be benefits for the kingdom. But we... We want to live our life based on just grace. 
just grace. And the grace that we, the reason why we call grace all the time is because we don't want to change our ways and to live as God has ordained that we should live. And we have to ask ourselves, are we kingdom material? Can we be made into who God said we should be? When, when we decide to give our life to God, we, he says in, in Proverbs, if we acknowledge him as God, he will direct our steps. And sometimes we want a shortcut. We want to dress how we like. We want to do what we like. And if anybody would say, if anybody would say, um, that that's not that's not a good example to be setting, we would say that uh, they're legalistic. We would say that they're judgmental. Because we want the benefits of the kingdom, but we don't want to follow the morals and the standards of the kingdom. Any country that we live in the world, any country that we live in the world, it has rules, it has laws, and it has regulations. And if we decide that we don't want to follow them, there are consequences because if there are speeding limits and we say, if it's, a, it's, if it's 60 miles and we say we want to do 65 and there are speeding cameras or, the, or there's police on the road <laughs> checking the speed, it's an, it will be an offence. Because there is a reason why the speed limit was set at that number. Mm. everything's for a reason there's a reason why God said we shouldn't commit adultery there's a reason where, where it says that we have to honor our parents there's a reason everything that God has said there's a reason and we want the benefits of saying we have a relationship with God so we can go and we can pray and there's people that acknowledge that being a Christian, we should have a relationship with God. So if they're even when they're not Christians and they're going through certain situations, they'll ask if can you pray, can you pray for, for can you pray for so, so and so? Because they're they're believing that you belong to a kingdom that that God will answer your prayers. That God will answer our prayers. And I think as Christians, we need to look, look deeply into what, it, into what it means to be a part of a kingdom. Because there's privileges there and there's principles there that we should follow. When we decide to give our life to the Lord... We know that we have, a, we have a book called the Bible. And in that book, it tells, us, it tells us 
what God expects of us. And it tells us the privileges that, that we get when, when, we, when we follow the word of God. And we can't, we can't live our life like how the world lives their life. Because we have decided to give our life to God. And the Bible said God can't be mocked. What we sow, we will reap. We know that, that God says that with, um, we should pray for our enemies. And we would say, why would, it, why would we pray for our enemies and they're against us? But he says pray for our enemies. Because he knows that the, print, the kingdom that we belong to. It's not a kingdom of malice. It's a kingdom of love. And because our God is a God of love. That's a principle we have to go by. And we can't live in the kingdom one foot in and one foot out. And we can't make excuses for not living the life that we should be living. Because we know that if we go to God and we, we, there's issues and there's a lot of things that's going on in our life. That can be painful. But we know if we go to God, we know that he hears and he will answer our prayers. I get angry with myself as well. I get angry with myself because I think to I think to myself that if I know and if I keep saying that, uh, Lord, your life, my life belongs to you. Take it. I'm not supposed. I'm not supposed to not want to walk in the in the way of the kingdom. I'm supposed to know. What he what he asks of me, and if I feel that that it's I, I can't, it's a bit hard. If I feel that certain things are hard about it, I am to go to him and ask him to help me, to help me to live the life that's pleasing to him. We belong to a kingdom once we give our life to the Lord, and I know while Miles Monroe was was saying that there's some people that are in air they look like us they'll dress like us <coughs> sorry but they're not of us because the reason why he would say that is because there's people that say that they belong to the kingdom there's people that say that they are christian and they haven't changed their lifestyle one bit they 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 are twerk going out on weekend twerking and then going back into church they're, they're still committing fornication going back into going to church on a sunday and god can't be mocked god can't be mocked because if if you don't follow the principle if you don't try to live the life that god has called you to live the benefits the benefits of the kingdom you don't get because a lot of the time people think that God can be mocked. They think that we, sometimes we think that we can do what we want and then God doesn't know about it. So we can still, we can still come and we can still get, so we can still get that. But there are principles of the kingdom. I know <laughs> that people will say that um, 
render your art, render, what is it? Render your art and not your garment. And people have used that to say they can dress how they want to dress. But that, that verse is not about, about the clothes that you wear, that you could wear anything. That verse is about that. Sometimes, in uh, other part, other sign of repentance, people used to rip up their clothes, render their clothes, rip up their clothes. But that doesn't mean that they've really repented. But what God was saying is that it's your art, it's our art that we have to that we have to deal with, not the garment that we're wearing, but our art. And people have taken that to say. They can wear a, a mini skirt. They can wear the chest out. They can wear these is it latex, these tight, tight dresses, and come into church. The men can do a, a dress how they want to come into church with their chest, with their with their their buttons down and their chest out and all that. But there's principles that royalty has to follow. When we, when we when we look and we see. We see the queen was a, the queen was a queen for years, and nobody can say they've seen her in a mini skirt. They've seen her in this tight thing, all tight. That people you see her in her dress, her hat, and she was she was a queen from she was twenty one. So people might say, oh, because she's old that she can. No, she was a queen from she was twenty one. There's principles we have to follow because even if even if we don't know <laughs> how we should be dressing, the world does know how kingdom people should behave. They do know. Because if any time, <laughs> if you have any dealings with them and you behave in a way that they that they would say a Christian, a kingdom person is not supposed to behave, they'll... they'll They'll tell you, and you say that you're a Christian, so they know. So it's time now for us as Christians, as kingdom people, to be kingdom material. Let God form us into the way that he, he wants to form us, the way that we should be formed. Jesus said that when he's come, the kingdom's come. The kingdom has principles as a lifestyle that we are supposed to live. And although we're, we're on the earth and yes, we go through a lot of things. Yes, we go, yes, we feel this way bad. Yes, we feel that way bad. Yes, we feel depressed about certain things. Yes, we feel this or that way. But we're not supposed to use it as an excuse to still remain in the world. Because the Bible tells us if we, if we will remain in the in the world we will be an enemy of god because god took us out the world to be different to be an example of what the kingdom living is all about and if we don't fight and if we don't fight to be who he calls us to be we're not going to get the benefit of kingdom living and we will go through dramas because we're not walking in the destiny and purpose and the kingdom life that he expects of us. Father God in the name of Jesus. We ask you to help us. To, to live this kingdom life.
to walk the kingdom life, to be all that you called us to be. Watch over us, Father. Guide us, Father. Protect us, Father, from all evil. And let us be a living example of what it is to be a kingdom ambassador. We are supposed to represent heaven because we see the, the worldly ambassadors when they come from one country to rip it to in, into another country and they even their the house that they live in that that uh, that becomes the country that they have come from and if people try to break down that wall it's an offense against the country because they are representatives and we are here to be representatives of Christ we are representative of heaven the kingdom of heaven and our behavior is supposed to be in line with the kingdom behavior. And if we, if we don't behave in that way, we are not representing our kingdom as we should. God expects us to be kingdom people. And there's benefits of being kingdom people. And we can't think that it's alright for us to live anything a, a, a less than that life because we are being watched by people and the bible said sometimes we let we let jesus be crucified again because we're giving people something to say when we decide to walk the way that we want to walk when we decide to do that what to do grace doesn't mean that we don't follow the principles of the bible Grace means that we didn't pay a price, but Jesus did. When we say, you know, sometimes when we say our oh, salvation is free, it said salvation is free. Yes, it's free to us because we didn't pay a price, but Jesus paid a price on the cross for us. So it's not free. It's not free. It's only that we didn't pay it. And he expects when we call upon his name. That we ask him to help us for any struggles that we're going through. We don't deal with it in our the way that the same way that the world deals with it. But we ask him to help us to walk in that purpose and the destiny that you ordained for us. That people will see us and know what we were like before, but know that we're in the kingdom, we're living a different life. Father God, cover us under the blood. Watch over us, guide and protect us. Help us to be a living example, Father God, of what a child of God should be. And let us stop making excuses for everything that we do because we don't want to get in line with the things of God. And show us the way. Show us the way because you paid the price on Calvary. So, Father God, as we look to you, Father God, today, we ask you to help us to be kingdom material. That we can walk right. That we can do right. Father God. That, the ki that we know that the kingdom of God is in us. That's what Jesus said. The kingdom of God is in us. And we should live it out. We should live it out. We should live it out. We should, we should know how to. The three senses, we have, to, we have to ask God to control our appetite, sexual desires, and wanting what the world wants, and doing what the world does. And Father God, we ask to help us to be a living example. That when we say we know God, 
we don't just say it, but we live it, regardless of how hard it may be. And Father God, let us know that we have to stand up to the principles also. Even when it comes to our families. Because we hear that people saying that they get their families are having same-sex marriages. And, and it's as if to say they feel they have to go because they don't want their family to be upset. Father God, I'd rather my family be upset than, than God be upset. Because family is only for here. But, but God is for eternity. So Father God, we ask you to help us to stand up for our faith. Not to just keep talking about the grace, the grace, the grace. But to live a life of purpose. As ambassadors of Christ. When we say we represent heaven, we represent heaven. We talk what heaven is like. We live how heaven is like. And we don't get caught up in people saying, ah, oh, that's legalistic. That's this, that's that. If you work in a workplace and they've got a policy, they've got rules. If you don't go, if you don't follow those rules, you can lose your job. Nobody says, ah, oh, that's, that's, um, that, that's legalistic. That's it. Because if you want that job, you do what, what you're supposed to do. And if you, if you want the benefits of the kingdom of heaven, we have to start living that kingdom life. We can't just tick the box and say, if people say, are you a Christian? And we just tick the box because we don't want to say we're anything else. But we're really not. It's just ticking a box. Father God, help us to live the life that you have called us to live in righteousness and in truth. And help us to stand up and speak the word. And don't compromise. Whether it's our children, grandchildren, family, friends. Don't compromise the word of God. And to speak what we need to speak. Because if we just see things are going on. And we don't, we don't say anything. It's as if to say we agree. When we should disagree. Father God we plead the blood of Jesus over our lives. Over, over the life of our families. Our love for our communities. And we ask you Lord. To help us to be kingdom material. That we don't just say we are Christians. But we ask you to help us to live the Christian life. Walking in destiny and purpose and the principles of God. Father God, we ask you today to strengthen, strengthen us. Because we see in the word that it says, be careful that if we think we stand and we fall. Because sometimes we can be doing something and we can be saying, oh, it's all right, it's all right. And then we realize we've got deep, we've gone deeper than we thought we had gone. And we fall. So Father God show us the things that we need to fix in our life. That we can walk in the destiny and purpose that you have ordained for us. And that we can be a living example of what Christ wants us to be. As disciples of God. Father God we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We ask you to help us to fight the battles. To fight the battles that we have to fight. And Father God we ask you Father God. To fight our battles. Help us to walk in destiny and purpose. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen. And the Bible tells us. If we believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he died on the cross that we should have life and have it more abundantly. We can come to God and uh, in repentance and ask him 
to forgive us of our past life and ask him to help us to live this new life in Christ, which is a kingdom life. That we can walk in his purpose and destiny, being who God created us to be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And if we live the life that he had ordained us to live, we, he will help us to find a Bible-believing church where we go and we, we learn about the gospel. We learn about how God expects us to live. And we have a relationship with God. There we will walk in our purpose and destiny. We get baptized and we get to know the love of God. The kingdom of God and the purpose God has for our life. Because he said in his word, he said in, in, in his word that there's good works that he has prepared for us to do from the beginning of time. So, Father God, we pray that you reveal all the work, good works that we're supposed to do that were from the beginning of time. That as we walk in the purpose and destiny, we will become all you called us to be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you with a passion that he came and died on the cross that we should have life and have it more abundantly. Thank you for listening to Blessed and 363, where Jesus Christ is Lord.